Hey, Justin here with Stay at Home Dads Podcast. Welcome to the place I talk about a lot of dad stuff as well as a lot of guy stuff. So thank you for tuning in. I just want to say real quick how much fun it was sitting in here last week and just chatting with my wife. It's just amazing the conversations you can have, even with your own spouse, when you just sit down and and you talk. It's I don't know. It just it feels good. It's almost therapeutic in a way, I guess. I also want to mention that we did go on our first dance lesson. You remember I talked about dance lessons. So all that stuff wasn't a bunch of just bullshit fluff saying that I'm going to do something and then not do it. So we, we actually went and we did it. I was crazy nervous, like really nervous. But the funny thing is, is it was it was a fun nervous, I guess. We had a lot of fun doing the dancing and doing all that. We have a we had a great coach that was teaching us, and we brought our kids to the dance studio. They just kind of waited in a room where we could see them, and it worked out perfect. They sat in there and played on their little devices and iPads, you know, despite how much I actually shit on screen time and too much screens for kids. That's what they did in there. And they watched us dance, too. It was kind of fun. I think it was good for them to see their parents in a moment like that dancing and very in tune to each other doing something together and I will say I'll be honest it's been a long time since I've really intently stared into my wife's eyes like that how we were dancing because they they have you hold hands and that you're facing each other and you're just kind of gazing in each other's faces it's it's kind of cool it makes you really focus on your partner and it makes you focus on your feet. I was uh, stepping on some toes, not knowing where in the hell I was going and where in the hell to step, but it was it was still great. I, I had a good time. So we, we actually signed up for eight private lessons, which yeah, it's you know, it's kind of expensive, but it's a it's an experience. It's it's something that I think is a hundred percent worth it. And it makes my wife happy, and I like doing things that make her happy. I, I enjoy seeing her really excited, and I'm getting excited too, so it's a, it'll be a good time. And yes, I did get it from a few friends when I told them I was doing all this stuff. I got the whys, or the, the no way, man, don't tell my wife about that, don't, 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 don't let that out of the bag, because I'm not doing that. You know, I got, I got some of that pushback from people, and I get it. I was resistant, you know, for so long, but uh, I just want to tell you guys it's okay. You aren't going to die, okay? I promise. You're not gonna, you're not gonna get out there and die. It's that's not what's gonna happen. You're you're gonna have a good time. You'll have fun, and honestly, just find a studio where you can bring your kids, and then you don't have to worry or have that excuse that you don't have childcare or sitter. You can bring your kids, and they can they can sit and. Uh, play on their damn iPads while you dance around. It's uh, It works out. Now we actually have the second part of our anniversary celebration this coming Saturday, which is those Adam Carolla tickets. I am super pumped about that. He's coming here to the Helium Comedy Club in Indianapolis, so that should be a pretty awesome show. And I think my wife enjoys watching him as well, so I think it'll be fun for the both of us. She's been to his shows before when we lived out in Vegas, and I think she had a good time, so... And we do have a sitter coming for that because we're going to be out and we're going to get a couple drinks and watch a show and get some dinner probably and all that. So yeah, it should be good. We uh, we need to do that more often, I really think. So I don't know, exciting stuff coming. All right, moving on. So 
I took the time to listen to episode number one of this podcast. And even though I'm proud that we started this project and we did something outside of our comfort zone, I'll be honest, it was it was a little rough, uh, a little cringe, as they say, as the kids say. But uh, but we did it. I'm, I pat ourselves, uh, Andrew and myself, on the back that we we started something, and I think it's gotten better. I, at least I hope you guys think it's gotten better as well. Over this past year, I think the show has made me a better communicator, a better talker. I try to choose words a little more wisely, not to use filler words so much as well. I know I still use a few of them, ums and buts and stuff, but uh, it's fine. And I think the sound has gotten better too, because I bought a better mic. That's helped a ton. And actually, how did last week's episode sound? Because I actually got away from the completely archaic way I have been doing this for the past year, probably the wrong way to do a podcast and I've actually moved on to using a new program that's much better suited for this type of stuff. So hopefully everything is starting to sound a little bit better. I've been watching some videos to kind of learn a few things and just try to, you know, put out some better product. Now, if the content could get better and progress, that would be, uh, that would be good. So I promise that's, you know, all going to evolve with this whole thing as well. And get more people in here and just have some more fun and just get more opinions. So since I just re-listened to that episode from pretty much 365 days ago, that episode was called Why Are We Stay-at-Home Dads? So I figure now, a year later, it would be good to revisit this topic and kind of remind everyone, hopefully some new listeners as well, why I am and why I still am a stay-at-home dad. And maybe I can give some tips for being a stay-at-home dad and how we can be a better stay-at-home dad or just be a better dad in general for more than just the stay-at-home guys out there. Now, I didn't pick this profession. And can I call it a profession? I I don't know. I I might have some subgroup of some people get offended. You know how people get offended all the time now. But I didn't pick this lifestyle or this job, whatever. You get the point. If you remember from last year when I talked about all this, I was a tad reluctant and quite frankly unsure if I could even do this. I wasn't that confident that I could take care of two kids, cook legit meals, and when I say legit, I mean legit meals, not just frozen pizzas and macaroni and cheese and spaghetti, stuff like that. I mean real meals, nice balanced nutrition, something good, I guess, and all that. So, and could I handle being by myself in this situation, being alone, you know, with no backup, essentially, with my two kids all day, every day, being the responsible one, overseeing the kids, pretty much buying all the groceries, attempting to do laundry, even though now, after last week's show, I can tell my wife still doesn't want me touching the laundry. And I can't forget to attempt to keep my house clean and keep it to a decent standard, right? So yeah, I wasn't confident that I could even do all that stuff. I even thought maybe a better choice would be moving here to Indiana with my family. And then once we're settled in, then jump out and go find a job as soon as possible. And I looked, my wife looked, we, we searched around and we found many positions that I could easily apply for. And that were professions that were right in my wheelhouse of what I wanted to do and what I could do. And I 
decided to choose this route. Even though I was unsure of myself, I thought maybe, you know, maybe there's a silver lining here. Maybe this will be a great experience that I'll never get to do again. And maybe something that my kids will definitely appreciate. And I'm actually really glad that I did do this. I get to raise my kids. I get to teach them things. I get to witness, you know, special moments. My kids have their dad around a lot more, which actually, according to an article that I'll link in the description, it says uh, increased male involvement is not only beneficial for society, but also positive for the family dynamic as well. So that's a that's a that's a great thing. And I'm just glad that I'm spending this time with my girls instead of some daycare or nanny service or something like that, which I know two income households, you have to have those services. You have to have someone watch your kids. It's it's unavoidable. But I'm just very privileged and very appreciative that I get to be that person. And I get to be more of the, the primary parent. And that was more so in the beginning of this stay-at-home journey when my wife was working a different job and she was gone all day. And now with this new job, she actually works from home a ton. So these days she gets to see the kids a lot more than she used to as well. So that's a, we have a good balance between the two of us here. So that's pretty cool. And another thing is we're not paying through the ass for childcare. And even though it's not always about that dollar amount, but that stuff is expensive. That stuff is, is wildly expensive. And there's just something to be said to have this ability to have a parent at home with the kids. And I suppose some people from the 1940s may be really appalled that a man was staying home with the kids instead of the wife. So I think that's kind of funny, actually. And actually, in 1940, only 28% of women were actually in the workforce. So there was a huge amount of women that stayed home with the kids. So it's kind of interesting tidbit there for you. And actually, the idea of dual earning households didn't really start to expand until the 1960s. And now here lately, it really seems to still even be evolving and shifting a bit to more men staying at home with the kids, which, you know, it's pretty cool. It's in the past 20 years, it's gone up quite a bit. So it's interesting. I'll list some facts in the description, a couple articles that I grabbed some facts from. I'll list them for you guys so you can check them out. So yeah, anyways, I'm here. I'm filling this role and I am now finally accustomed to it and I'm I'm very happy doing it. I get to inject a little bit of masculinity and testosterone into how I parent. We do garage stuff with my kids. We build things. We, we take things apart. We, we work on the cars and the trucks and the garage. You know, we do a lot of things outside. And we also play with dolls. And we draw hearts and flowers on literally everything in my house. So there's a nice mix there. I'm still doing that stuff. I can't tell you how many times I've had my hair done. But uh, you just take it all in stride. It's fun. And I do parent a little bit different than my wife does in certain aspects. I I let my kids, I let my I let my girls roughhouse a little bit, maybe more than I should. I sometimes let them do dangerous stuff, beat each other up a little bit, you know. And as long as they're being careful, I really I really don't mind. I tell them that not to physically hurt each other too badly. And maybe I let them get away with a few different things that uh, my wife wouldn't allow. But I think that's good. I mean, how are kids going to learn if they can't experience things and be a little dangerous and make mistakes, right? That's all part of learning and growing up and being a child. Honestly, the bottom line is I get to see these kids grow and learn and 
experience life. And that's priceless to me. I mean, I actually got to go to the bookstore with my oldest daughter, Olivia, the other day. And she had a book reading. So I actually loaded up Kennedy, my younger one. So it was the three of us. We went to go see her read her own book that she wrote in school. She's in first grade. So she wrote this book. She's really proud of it. She got a she got to go up on a little stage and she got to present it and read it to this whole room of people. And it was it was just, I don't know, it was just amazing. And actually, my wife was bummed out, though. She couldn't go because she has COVID. Yes. COVID. Just when you think this stuff is done, it rears its ugly head. So she has been isolating in my basement like a prisoner. So hopefully she'll get out of that in a few days. So we, we actually need to get to that comedy show. So hopefully she'll be done with that. So I don't know. I'm rambling. I know I'm rambling. But it's just, you know, overall, it's just moments like that that really make me appreciate all this. And and if I were working right now, I, I would have missed a lot of these things. If I were working a normal blue-collar job like I would have, I would be I would miss a lot. And I'm not trying to vilify working parents. I know they are still there for their kids as well, but I know it's much harder. I mean, I, I did it. I I know what it's all about. That was me not that long ago. All right, so... What are some good tips for maybe some stay-at-home dads out there, some any dads out there? Maybe some of you are new to this whole lifestyle and you stumbled across this podcast and you're desperately looking for answers. Well, I don't know if I'll give them to you or not, but I'll just give you a few personal ones that I think are at least important. First one I'd say is just don't be too hard on yourself. Don't beat yourself up. This is new territory. It was new territory for me and the transition was a little rough for me, I'll be honest. I went from parenting my kids about two, two and a half hours a day, you know, when I used to work, going to 10 to 12 hours a day. And that was a, that was a huge change. That was something that I definitely was not used to doing. I didn't know all the things that my wife knows about our kids, you know, handling adverse situations, meltdowns, certain activities, feeding hungry kids three times a day, Hell, even doctor appointments and dentist appointments and scheduling and planning. I didn't know any of that stuff. And I kind of feel bad that I didn't. And I left that whole burden onto her. So don't beat yourself up too bad. It's all going to come like anything else. It's kind of like on-the-job training, right? You'll figure it out as you go. So try not to stress out. Just uh, choose your battles and and you'll, you'll get it. You'll figure it out. And then once you get certain things down, you get a nice system going, then you can focus on adding in other things that you need or want to get done. You want to clean a little more of the house. You want to go run errands. You want to do stuff like that. You can kind of start to get used to the flow and add things in. Also, don't be embarrassed to say that you're a stay-at-home dad. I kind of had a hard time with this for a while. Initially, people would kind of come up to you and be like, oh, what do you do? You you just moved to Indiana. Like, what's going on? What do you do? And uh, I would almost feel stupid saying that, oh, I'm a a stay-at-home dad. Because I would always think I would be getting this judgment, which sometimes you do get judgment. And I would actually try to cover somehow and tell them, oh, well, I I used to be a mechanic. I, I managed a shop in construction and oh yeah, I'm, I'm college educated as well, or, or whatever, trying to say that, hey, I'm not just some dum-dum that can't work, so I take care of kids, you know? 
So it takes some getting used to, and there is a bit of that stigma there when it kind of comes to this this territory, since for years it was typically thought that the, the men were the, the breadwinners, and if anyone's job was sacrificed to stay home with kids, it would be that of the mother. And that, that uh, dynamic is kind of changing. So. so just try and get comfortable doing what you're doing. I'm not a failure. I'm not embarrassed. I chose this lifestyle, stuff like that, you know. I'm doing this because I want to, not because I have to, and because my wife is successful enough that I can do this. And I think some people are actually jealous that I get to do this and they have to work. And three years later now, I'm I'm finally pretty good with it. Another thing I would say is be careful of the possible feeling of isolation when being a stay-at-home dad. Just being around your kids and not out and being around other people can kind of lead to some feelings of the depression, you know what I mean? I felt it, so I imagine other people feel it too. Initially, it was fine though, you know, right when I kind of got into this role, getting used to everything, staying busy, moving into our new house, but then after a while, I was kind of like, ugh, shit, like, I have no friends, I have no one to talk to, I have no coworkers to mingle with, my wife is gone at work all day, and I can only have so many kid conversations about tornadoes or princess legos or whatever so it can get a little depressing i'll be honest and i would go to the park and let the kids play and and i would roll up in this big diesel pickup amongst all these minivans some blue collar mechanic in the land full of suburban moms and nannies yeah i didn't fit in i didn't fit in at all and I actually have a picture somewhere. I should try to find it on my phone. And it's of my my pickup. And it's sitting in a parking lot in its solid minivans. It's actually kind of funny. So anyways, what did I do? I, I went out and tried to find constructive things to do with my time. I, I met a few neighbors. I joined a few Facebook groups. I kind of tried to put myself out there. I really did. I worked on stuff. I built a dollhouse for my kids. I bought some projects, some engine stuff. You guys know that I like that. I bought some things to kind of keep my myself busy, started projects around my house, started my YouTube channel again, you know, I mean, you know, you find things. I started this podcast here now a year ago, and that all that all helps your brain, keeps you active, keeps you, you know, focused on something instead of literally just dealing with kids and then submersing yourself into your phone and laying around and doing nothing. And I also started going to the gym. So when I drop kids off at school and daycare or whatever, go to the gym and work out, pump some iron, clear my head. So I do that as well. I still do that today. And I just think that having something constructive to focus on really helped me. And you can kind of include your kids in some of these activities as well. And I know I'll probably go back to work at some point, but honestly, I'm fine where I'm at right now. I'm, I'm happy doing this. I'll continue to do it until it is no longer needed. Maybe get into something part-time for work or a work-from-home situation, unless I'm able to generate some money from one of my ventures like this one, right? So I don't know. Just, uh, just enjoy your kids and teach them cool stuff, and don't take them or yourself too seriously. There's no rush. Just, just remember, there's no rush. Everything is temporary. There's going to be plenty of time to grow up and be serious and and all that stuff i mean yeah i sure i get tired of telling my kids to put their pajamas on seven times a night but sometimes i catch myself and i'll be like hey what's the rush man just chill out it's fine it's not it's not the end of the world right like i said pick your battles 
Anyways, I know it was kind of a rambling episode tonight, just uh, just kind of talking into a microphone. So, uh, anyways, that's all I've got for today's show of Stay Home Dads podcast. Just a little review of why I do what I do, and uh, which actually I didn't mention. I mentioned it a year ago. What brought me here was we moved from Vegas to Indy. That was for my wife's job, and my job got chop chop on the chopping block. So. I quit my job and started doing this. So that's, in a nutshell, that's what brought me here. Anyways, if you have any questions or comments for me, maybe some more tips on parenting, I'm all ears. I'm always all ears. Drop them in social media or go over to podbean.com and uh, leave a comment or message or whatever you can do over there. That'd be cool. I enjoy hearing from you. I really do. And also, thanks again for listening. I, I do appreciate it probably more than any of you know. I just, uh, I do. Thanks for, thanks for tuning in and listening to me ramble. So don't forget to tell your friends and family. They can hear this podcast on Apple Podcast, Amazon Music, Google Podcast, as well as Spotify. And that's it. I'll talk to you next week. Later.